Attention, Pokemon players. You are listening to Triple P, the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. In today's episode, the meta gets a shakeup. Chuck goes for the 1K, and Jake spends all of his tickets. What's going on, Jake? Not a whole lot, my friends. Not a whole lot. Just, uh, you know, getting started to the busy work week and yeah. trying to get as much Pokemon as possible. Yeah. So what have you been doing? Um, that, that Pokemon? Well, this weekend... Uh, I, I spent a lot of time playing expanded tournaments on PTCGO, um, trying to make up for all those lost coins um, that I did not hoard up for, and try to get some, try to get some, you know, new some of the new shiny cards. I was at 350 tickets before I started, and I'm down to 50 now. That's a lot. So I, I played a lot of tournaments, a lot of fun. Giving Picarom a little last raw, a couple dragapults in there. Um, is it? Is did, that why you picked expanded? Uh, well, I picked expanded because it's just faster, uh, and what I wanted it? to grind through. Like Picarom's pretty fast, so I just grind through most of my tickets uh, pretty quickly, or all the games. Um, that that's the main reason. Um, not that I fills up faster. I'm guessing. I, I just uh, don't cur- currently. It is. Uh, that's what I've noticed. Um, just I think a lot of people have the same sentiment. Is they're just trying to grind through tournaments as quickly as possible. And again, that's what I was doing. Uh, Picaram is great for that full blitz with uh, you know Tapu Koko, Thunder Mountain, all that good jazz. And, and like the backup plan with Bolton, pretty good. Uh, so yeah, I did that. And you know, if it was if it was Players Cup. And we were, you know, in an expanded player's cup. I'm pretty certain I would have qualified for as many wins as I got. <laughs> um, I, I took home quite a few number ones and a lot of number twos. Um, not really getting donked at all. Maybe maybe twice not getting past the first round uh, in all those tickets. But um, had fun. Uh, it, it wasn't like just completely straight through. I it was sporadic through the weekend. Play 10 here, play 10 there kind of a thing. Um, but I was just getting locked in and and played a lot of games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you said you had 500 tickets and are down to uh, about, no, 350, 350, 350. OK, 300 tickets and down mm-hmm. to 50. That's still a lot of tournaments. And uh, yeah, good job. No, that was a fun. bunch of stuff then. Yeah, um, um, we'll go off on tangents here uh, about what I did with those uh, tokens and packs uh, <laughs> after the fact is I, I know we had a, a couple categories already you know, carved out for today's episode, but I want to see what were you up to this week? Well, um, I did a couple tournaments myself, uh, mm-hmm. but I did go, I did make a trip to Ohio and went to the hotbed and into the tricky gym, as they say, uh, mm-hmm. traveled to full grip for their 1k fusion strike launch party tournament, whatever they called it. But yeah, uh, and tried my hand at a field full of uh, some really good players um yeah so what'd you bring i i went and i brought ice rider um ice rider with suicune so i mean i know you talked this deck up uh in I, episodes previous saying it was bdif in your opinion it is still a really good deck it's a new meta so i'm I've, we're gonna have a new bdif yeah so i'm not gonna go on the, out on the limb right now and say it's bdif <laughs> there are a lot of really good decks now um which i think i've we played seven rounds there, and I faced seven different archetypes. Well, that's a good meta right there. I'll just say I didn't play the deck to its potential. Um, basically, uh, I finished two and five, but 
over the seven rounds. Not what I was uh, hoping for. I'm not. But um, I left a lot on the table with a couple misplays. So my I know my record was not indicative of the deck's ability. Um, looking back, there's a few few games I could have a couple games I could have won if I remembered some triggers. Quick shooting is still like the one that like I think a lot of people forget to do if you just don't remember to do it. If you're trying to figure out the play mm-hmm. and then you just got, then you don't realize you don't need it at the moment. And then you don't do it before you like attack. That's yeah. what I do. Like I really take these backsies. Yeah. I'm just going to do like, I don't need it. Like it's not going to do me anything, but then you like plan on it, but then you don't trigger it. And then you attack and you're like, crap, I didn't say quick shooting, which is my big thing that I did a couple times. But um, I think the deck still has really good matchups um, along the board. Like it can still hold its own. And uh, I, I mean, I ran it with Suicune. You can, I mean, you could probably, you could go more Suicune, less, I, I, less Ice Rider. I go more Ice Rider, less Suicune. Either way, uh, I think works really well um, in the meta. Um, Ice Rider's still really good, really good deck. Um, also want to sh- shout out, um, I didn't go by myself. We took a local, um, Adam. I uh, took him with me and he uh, showed me up because he went five and two with Leafy on VMAX. Yeah. And did really well. Uh, 17th place. He just missed that top 16. He was texting me through through the adventures. <laughs> just missed top 16, which was the cutoff for pricing. Oh, man. <laughs> they, I mean, Full Grip does a great tournament. Like, that was yeah. the first time I've ever been there. Uh, it's a great store. Highly, I mean, you ever, like, in Ohio, I mean, just go. They have, yeah. like, anything you would want Pokemon-wise uh, in general. Like, coll- like, I didn't know what to get when I was there because there's so much to choose from, which I'm not used to. <laughs> and then, um, I mean, tournament was run really well. Um, and then they draw in a lot of good talent. I, I had a lot of stiff talent. So mm-hmm. this was a learning experience for me because I – am new to competitive Pokemon. So I, I really wanted to go and gauge myself against some good talent, which is yeah. there. And I realized I got a little bit more work to do. I got, got to put more work in. So I got a couple months before the season really <laughs> got to grind that season. Yeah. So I know I need to put in some more work to hone my play and make sure there's, there's zero room for mistakes in competitive Pokemon. So well, I'm sure down the line, um, you know, holiday season is coming up, but I know down the line our group is going to probably do more of those try hard events um and, and i think that's only just good for you know predicting meta um finding the right deck and then just playing it optimally um and i know we're going to be doing qu- quite a few of that and then just kind of just you know with the team you know doing traveling you know, supporting each other and all that good jazz um well me and so, i'm yeah, already time. said we're going back again because it was a fun time we got yeah. we had a blast if they do another one for Brilliant Stars, like it's a they do like the weekend launch party. Yeah, if they do another one for Brilliant Stars. We're gonna go back again. Yeah, I was bummed I couldn't go. I really wanted to, uh, but we had a friendsgiving uh, with mm-hmm. some of my uh, our friends, uh, my wife and, and child. And we went to their house, had a couple families there, and had a good time. It was just that that was planned months in advance, <laughs> and it just happened to fall on the same day as that tournament. Uh, so unfortunately I didn't go, but I was, uh, there in spirit following you guys, texting Adam, trying to keep, uh, you know, let you kind of focus. Um, but no, I'm pumped that another one of our locals did well again with stiff, stiff competition and just missed out on that top 16 prizing, uh, five and two record, uh, not too bad. 
uh, especially, you know, for somebody that hasn't done a lot of um, competitive play. And then you know, obviously uh, two and five for you, maybe not what you were hoping, but again, you, you learned lessons along the way. Yeah. Um, I learned a lot of lessons and a lot of things I'm going to bring up later in the cast of, of, of new stuff for fusion strike, because I got to see some new decks in action. Yeah. Um, that I haven't hadn't played against yet, and some new old uh, decks. I know you uh, were pregame telling me about a, a certain combination. I can't wait yeah, to uh, new old decks. Yeah, I didn't see coming, um, and and just I mean, and then again, like I said, just the stiff competition. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I, I had the first four rounds, I had really really close games, and I walked out of them two and two, but like I like two wins, two losses. But like I said, there was no room for error because yeah, that could have I could have been four and oh or i could have been oh and four real easily yeah so yeah the difference between you know uh, a good day with that four oh versus the oh four really can be very minimal especially with the meta as wide open as it is um just seeing the diversity in the in the top eight um and the meta share um so yeah it, it definitely learning experience and we'll get there yeah let's we're gonna go into that more later let's mm-hmm. get through the the other the other stuff first and then we'll deep dive it a little bit later okay so today i got the trivia and well, before we do trivia this time, before oh yes i'm sorry we are we're gonna try something well not try something new but we um want to let you we want to know some feedback from you the listeners yes so we're asking if you can go give us a you know one of those cool reviews on apple podcasts or any other place that you listen to us yeah. that lets you leave a review uh it, one it helps us uh get more noticed if people are searching for pokemon podcasts and uh we get some valuable feedback on how we're doing i'm not asking for good like five star reviews or give me an honest review tell us what you think let us know what we could do to make uh, make it more better for you if you want yeah. so i mean hopefully we do get a five but if yeah. we don't um we're open to constructive criticism um, all we're trying to do is make this podcast as, you know, as, as best as possible. Um, trying to help each and every listener um, up their game when it comes to learning about new decks, um, just the metagame in general with our, with our uh, meta reports, with all the talking about all these new things. Always trying to help the community grow as you know, the individual player base and as a group. So um, any feedback is much appreciated. Yep, and then if we get some good ones, uh, we're, I think we're planning on trying to share a couple on the cast as we go, yeah. as they yeah. come in. So now. Yep. now, So now we got trivia. It is on me this week. Um, okay. And I actually didn't even look at the internet for this one. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, I, I no, it's, it's uh, this is, this is the, the game, uh, name that Pokemon attack or name the Pokemon this attack comes from. And if you could uh, guess what the actual attack does, um, that will be bonus points. Um, okay. So name that Pokemon um, with the attack name Swarm the Wound. It's a current Pokemon that's in standard. See, this would have been a good good one if I wasn't exactly trying to use this Pokemon. In that's masculine. <laughs> yes, it is. Pokemon. That is a 30... 30 damage attack plus 10 damage for each damage counter on the attacking or the defending Pokemon. Couldn't sneak it by you. Good job, my no, friend. No, no, no. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good because the one prizing deck I want to use. So. Exactly, exactly. So I, I thought it was cool because it is a new card um, and, and it might see some sneaky plays in some of these rapid strike decks. So 
Um, yeah, thought it was a good is one. It, is it only? A, I mean, it is a really sneaky good card. It's basic. It's rapid strike, and it's only two energy. That's yeah, well, yeah, and it, it's a it's a it's a level ball searchable card. You can use the rapid strike energy on it, especially if you've already done spread damage um, and take out a Pokemon pretty easily with him. Yep. All right, then. I've, I've successfully passed trivia. Let's go. <laughs> so now we need to hit the random card generator and talk about uh, a new Fusion Strike card. Now, I'll remind everyone that Fusion Strike has 264 unique cards in it, not including the secret rares. Mm -hmm. So we're going to generate a random number here, and we're looking at ooh, card number 19. Number 19. We're not going to talk a lot about this one, because it's Dupiter. Basic grass Pokemon with 50 HP with the attack Bug Bite for 20. Now it, revol it evolves into uh, uh, these are the tongue twisters. <laughs> Arakawakanid? No, no, that's not it. Arakwanid. Arakwanid? Yeah, that, that Pokemon that is a water spider. <laughs> um, it's a stage one, 120 grass Pokemon um, with the bug bite attack for 30 damage, one grass, and then bubble launch um, for three energy. It's one grass, two colorless, 110 damage, and you move an energy from this Pokemon to one of your benched Pokemon. Ugh. I mean, I, I the bubble launch kind of interesting attack with the moving of energies and kind of like bouncing back uh, between this active Pokemon and, and potentially a bench Pokemon, but uh, 110 damage isn't doing it for me. There, It's not single strike, rapid strike, fusion strike, so it doesn't have any love there. Um, and there's no damage modifiers, really. Um, no. And it just is super underwhelming. And yeah, the, and as the basic, um, I mean, it's fine, I guess. But going into there, yeah, that's not a good card. Yeah, I think this one's going to be one of your binder fodders, uh, bulk bin kind of things. Bubble launch is a neat idea uh, because it is doesn't have a rule box. You could use twin energy or the upcoming double colorless um, yeah. thing again. Uh, and you could move that off after you use it. But uh, the damage potential isn't high enough. Maybe if it just... maybe if it was fusion strike, and then you could use the the, the fusion type uh, the fusion strike power tablets. Um, maybe then it would be kind of decent, or at least potential for some kind of playability. But yeah, right now as is with no typing love, um, yeah. hard pass for me. Yep. Um, no. Yeah. Bad typing. Not enough damage. Too much energy. And it has to evolve. Yeah. Doesn't hit any, it's hitting a bunch of strikes, not enough uh, home runs. So that's going to be a no go binder fodder. A uh, swing and a miss today. Yeah. All right. I think we got to move in to something different. Ladies and gentlemen, trainers and Pokemon alike, you're listening to the Whimsy Watch. All right, Ryan, pump those brakes. The Whimsy Watch has been my thing. I think we've let you use it long enough. I think it's about time you put your own stamp on this. Oh, jeez. Uh, you really put me on the spot here, man. Um, um, I, 
I don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, how about the Metachamp? Nah, too cliche. Uh, well, my favorite starter is Turtwig, and he, he's super cool. Uh, I got it. Allow me to introduce you to the newly named <laughs> Turtwig Talks the Meta. This is your host, Ryan, otherwise known as R-Wiper Gaming. And this week, we have 10 tournaments to cover. I have not gotten any feedback or criticism on my data last week, so I'm going to take that as a good sign. If you would like to leave me some feedback on how you thought I did this week, you can reach me on Twitter at RY4Gaming or on the Triple P Discord at RY4Gaming. Now that I'm done appeasing Chuck's needs, it's time to hop into the decks that made the most top eights this week. Starting off, we have Dragapult and Teleon with seven places in the top eight, tied with Sylveon with seven places in the top eight. Next, Jolteon with eight places in the top eight, followed by Umbreon Urshifu with 10 places in the top eight. And last but not least, the bear on top is Urshifu and Teleon with 11 places in the top eight. Uh, and that's it for the decks that made the most top eights this week. Let us know on Twitter at po PitPokeyPod and at ry for gaming what your favorite drink of choice is. Mine is orange soda. And now onto the ever-shifting meta. Starting off, we have Calyrex and Teleon in number 8. Calyrex and Teleon is down by 1.6% in the meta and down by 7.07% in the overall win percentage for the week. Next is Zacian, which is down 3.45% meta share this week and up by 4.08% in overall win percentage for the week. Next is Sylveon with number 6 which is down 2.01% in MetaShare and up by 5.85% in win percentage. Number 5, we have Jolteon and Teleon, which is up this week in, in MetaShare by 1.27% and down in overall win percentage by 4.66%. Number four, Leafeon and Teleon, which is down in MetaShare by 3.31%, and up in overall win percentage by 7.08%. In number three, we have Umbreon Urshifu, which is up in the meta by 2.68%, and up in overall win percentage by 3.82%. In number two, we have Urshifu and Teleon, which is up in the meta by 3.06%, and down in overall win percentage by 4.47%. Last but not least, number one, we have Dragapult and Teleon, which is down in meta share by 2.89%, and down in overall win rate by 4.55%. And that is some crazy meta changes this week. I would like to give some appreciation to our local group at Heroes Inc. Comics by shouting out the winner of our Thursday locals. This week was Adam with his Leafeon deck. Now it's time for the wins of the week. This week we had four decks win one tournament, those being Shadow Rider Akrimi, Umbreon Urshifu, Dragapult Inteleon, and the new Double Agent Inteleon Inteleon. And we had three decks that won two tournaments each, those being Suicune, Ludicolo, Zacian, and you guessed it, Mew Genesect. You're going to hear that name a lot around here. And that does it for this week's 
Turtwig Talks the Meta. Be sure to join in the roundtable discussions on the Discord every Wednesday at 5 p.m. EST for the most thought-provoking discussions and the best debates. I hope you all enjoyed and had a wonderful time. Until next time, be safe and take care, Pokemon trainers. And back to the cast. And we're back. We're back. That was something what they maybe something new. Taking charge there. He was just taking charge. (laughs) Taking charge. All right. uh, It's news time. All right. So news, not super. There's not a lot going on here today. There's one article here um, with a couple new cards. We got um, another V union to talk about and a couple V max and trainers. Um, Do you want to start us um, off or do you want me to start off here? Um, I'll let you start off because I can't remember which one you told me I was getting. All right. Okay. Yeah. So I'll start off with uh, more Pico V union. Um, so uh, again, this is a V union electric type. He has 310 HP with a weakness of fighting and a retreat cost of two. So those are all pretty good things. Um, so let's go into his attacks. So like every other V union, he has the V union gain, um, attach up to two lightning energies, uh, or energy cards from your discard pile and put them onto this Pokemon. Um, kind of underwhelming, um, but you can use it in a pinch to get him ready to go. Uh, depending on the matchup, it might be okay. Um, at least there's some kind of versatility there. Yep. And then there's a second attack here for a double colorless. All you can eat. Draw cards until you have 10 cards in your hand. If Marnie wasn't a thing, it could be good uh, in some kind of control, maybe maybe in expanded, um, being able to do this and have it in a kind of control s deck. Um, I don't know. I'm not really good at deck creation, especially in expanded, um, but maybe potential from drawing 10 cards there uh, in standard. Is I just, good, but it, it is good, but it's going to end your turn, and there's a card called Marnie um, or, <laughs> or anything else like that. So um, maybe not the best. Uh, but there are two more attacks, and they're both for a lightning and double colorless. Um, for the first one here is Burst Wheel, 100 times damage. Discard all your energy cards from this Pokemon. This attack does 100 damage for each card you discarded in this way. Um, so in Expanded, this is kind of pretty busted. Uh, with Pikaram. not bad either. Well, yeah, I mean... There is energy acceleration. I guess they with the Flaffies, yeah. So this this actually has potential. It just I guess again, it's the a matter of how long it takes to get a V union out. Um, yep. But if you get this out quickly um, and get some of the those energy acceleration cards out there, um, you're you're pretty easily one shotting something. Um, so there there that could that that attack I mean, has a lot of potential right there. You're doing three hundred if you just have enough to trigger the attack um but if you happen to get a fourth on there then you're KOing everything yeah and this is going to come out in a time when we're going to have v stars which i have under 300 hp yeah so you're KOing v stars and you are KOing v stars and for one extra energy you are getting v maxes um so we'll see how the metagame is again uh with with the v stars it it may or may not slow down um yeah. there's still not a lot a... of say again I was gonna say if you can find another way to do like an extra 300 and t- like an extra 20 damage um you'll get those bigger v maxes you use a vitality band you get smaller v maxes yeah so 
Yep, no, no, that's all good things. And then you have a fourth attack, lightning ball for 160 damage, and that's a lightning into a couple of lists. That one probably underwhelming, um, although it does basically um two shot any Pokemon in the in the meta except for what? Um Eternatus. Currently, yeah. So I mean potential um for okay. a two shot there. And if you have kind of something to heal yourself um potential there that that's actually yeah. not too bad um it is interesting to me though that there is a lightning v union when we had pikachu already um i know other you know people were kind of theory crafting that there might be a v union for each type um so that kind of breaks that theory right there because now we have two for electric that is that is true uh and that was i thought it was going to be a very valid theory yeah um the only thing that i will say is you Pikachu might break the mold as then it was extra because it was the celebration very true thing. Um you might still I I think you might still see one for each but lightning might be special because Pikachu. I mean you can't that 25 Pikachu's the V union's a new thing. Um and it wasn't really that great to use in standard if without I mean expanded breaks them so like just be unions in general so I yeah mean, it's really kind of hard to get up and running in standard so yeah currently for sure all right so i guess that's enough about more pico yeah but pretty impressive yeah and now we uh, can move into a new vbex that's coming out in the set one of my favorite pokemon uh mimikyu vmax um so is going to be a 300 HP psychic Pokemon VMAX um, with two attacks and then a weak to darkness and a resistance to fighting. Mm. Um, one retreat as well. One retreat, yes. One retreat. Then we have uh, the first attack is two colorless energy. Occult number um, is the name. Put four damage counters on your opponent's Pokemon in any way you like. And if you played Acerola's Premonition, from your hand during this turn, put 13 damage counters instead. And then it has another attack called uh, Max Shadow for two Psychic Energy. 120 damage and discard a random card from your opponent's hand. So a little hand disruption mm -hmm. there. Um, and now, as far as we know, there's only the one V that came out in Chilling Rain. So Yeah, as far as I know, that is the only V. Um, so that's actually a good point because that's the one that if you place it down, um, it's invincible that turn. So you yep. can potentially place it down, use its attack to spread damage counters, um, and then evolve into this one. Now you're out of one-shot territory for most Pokemon. Um, and then potentially, especially if you're using Acerolas, and I guess we'll get in that in a second, but uh, potentially even spreading more damage. Um, so yeah, that's pretty impressive. Um, if you want to read off Ace Rollers, I'll pull up the damage counters on Mimikyu's uh, regular V um, at that mm -hmm. time. All right. Um, Ace Rollers Premonition, since we, uh, uh, that is a trainer. It's a supporter card. Um, and then your opponent reveals their hand and you draw a card for each trainer. You, for, you draw a card for each trainer card you find there. And um, so. One, you get to look at your opponent's hand and know it's there. And then you get to draw a card based on how many trainers they have there. So a um, little information and a little draw all in one. 
And then that will basically give you 90 extra damage paired with a mimic the mimic uv max attack yeah and let's just reca uh, recap the mimic uv i just pulled it up uh so the ability dummy doll when you play this uh pokemon from your hand onto your bench during your, that turn you may prevent all damage done to this poke or to this mimic uv uh by attacks from your opponent's pokemon until the end of your turn um then as jealous eyes for one psychic and put three damage counters um, onto your opponent's active Pokemon for each prize they have taken. So again, this could be a late game, uh, and you you can play him down, and and he's invincible. And then you're potentially put, putting more damage counters on with what, just for one energy, and then you uh, evolve into this next Mimikyu for potentially even more. What's that? Uh, 13, 17 total if you played Acerola. Um, uh, it's 13. No, it's just 13. Instead. Okay. Okay. 13 instead. Okay. So still, um, if you're down, this is a pretty decent comeback card, I think. Yeah. I mean, if you're, I mean, it's, it's, it's damage counters, however you like, mm -hmm. um, on the V max attack. So if you do the V attack and then get the other one low, then you can do the 13 and get, maybe get a couple knockouts. It could be a weird, cool combat card and cheeky mm -hmm. in some psychic decks, or it could be a cool deck in its own right and just spreading damage counters around in, in various ways to create checkmating check situations and somewhat. Um, yeah. So it's a cool card. It's Yeah, it's, it has potential. Um, what do you think of Acerola as without uh, Mimikyu? That's going to be, it could, I could see it being, we're getting to a point where you might see a little bit, especially if I'm going into too many thoughts in my head. If we keep around with Inteleon, I could see this being maybe a one of trainer mm -hmm. um, because you see it a lot in, in expanded where you just play one more one ofs. Uh, if you can search out exactly what you want at the given time. Yeah, correct, correct. Um, so Inteleon plays a little bit like that, but that they're in your deck. So it's not like you don't necessarily want to just have a bunch of one ups, but it's a, it could be a cool trainer to play. If you know what you're playing against that kind of like holds a bunch of trainers so you get a big draw, mm -hmm. but at the same time, you also need to know your opponent has to have a large hand to be worthwhile. I mean, use a thing now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they you're only drawing off trainers um it could be useful if you i mean just the peak of the hand too um, yeah in my eyes yeah uh, a card that helps you do that also you know gives you knowledge depending on new cards come out um it could also combo with those in the future but for now i think for me I would only play this in a Mimikyu yet. Currently, obviously, things can change with um, you know other card combinations that potentially could come out there uh, in the future. Yeah. All right. So the last trainer supporter we want to talk about um, is Gloria. Uh, search your deck for up to three basic Pokemon um, that don't have a rule box and put them onto your bench. Then shuffle your deck. Um, so. This, this card, very reminiscent of a few cards that are in standard right now, um, one being Sonya. Uh, there, was a, there was another one that now I'm blanking The one I on. couldn't remember for before we started was well, Professor Oak's Setup. Yeah, and that, that one isn't expanded um, currently. Mm -hmm. I think it has rotated, but very similar effects. Um, 
the difference here uh, between the Professor's uh, Oak setup is it's three basic Pokemon and it's not three basic Pokemon of uh, three different types. Uh, so depending on what you got going on, uh, it could set up your Inteleons, it can set up um, any kind of box kind of deck uh, early into the game. So possibly yeah, the, uh, another one of those cards is a possible one of it, it again yeah. it deck dependent i don't think it goes in every deck but i think definitely um some possibilities here yeah and i think the one thing like we were naming a bunch of different cards that it could be like sonia or or professor oak setup or or other things um the main thing is the no rule box is less restrictive than some of the other cards that we've seen because there are plenty of decent no rule box Pokemon, especially maybe if you're playing a single prize deck, mm-hmm. that this could be very helpful with because it's basically just go get three basic Pokemon and you're not really caring about the rule box because that's all you have in there. Yeah. Um, so in the right deck, it could be a really good card. I mean, in certain decks, it, it, it's useless. So you gotta, it'll find its room somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I think there is actually one deck that I might want to try this out on, and we'll talk about uh, new decks here in the future. Um, of the episode. Uh, but for now, I think we want to kind of take more of a deep dive into the 1K over there at Full Grip, um, kind of go over the meta, what did well, what didn't do well, um, our predictions from last episode, because last episode we said, you know, there, there was a possibility you were going to go. Um, and we wanted just to kind of, since it's the first like really competitive IRL event, um, you know, in a while. Uh, we wanted to kind of really deep dive um, and see how our predictions went. Yeah. So, so um, before we had... start, oh, sorry again. Go, no, go ahead. Before we start, say, before we start, I want to go over the top eight. I have top eight written down here, um, and then we can talk about maybe why some of these did well and why some uh, some specific decks are not in this top eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got. Starting at one, going down, we have Suicune Ludicolo, followed by Ice Rider, followed by Leafeon. Did I say? Yeah, I'm sorry. So Suicune Ludicolo, Shadow Rider Calyrex, Leafeon, Inteleon, and that's the new Rapid Strike Inteleon. We have the the Weezing Sableye deck, another Suicune Ludicolo. Uh, uh, That was... It's a wheezing. It was we. It, I actually remember seeing this guy play it. It's a wheezing with Crobat Vmax and a Galarian Moltres. It's a weird. Okay, then picture. Uh, I I corrected there. So that cop, uh, that wheezing box got fit then. Um, Suicune Ludicolo again, and then we had a uh, Zacian. Uh, Zacian was Zamazenta. Um, that that straightforward uh, metal box, and then we have um, the single strike box. That's Urshifu Umbreon, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is the, the you know, the, uh, the top eight there. Um, yep. I think we want to start here with our, you know, our number one predictions. Um, who would win? Um, so what did you have again last week that you, you predicted that was going to be the win? Um, I don't remember. I think I <laughs> predicted, I think I predicted single strike box. I think I was, I was right. thinking the dark box would win with single striker Urshifu. Mm-hmm. And I know I picked uh, the Inteleon, the new Inteleon deck. Um, so getting top four, pretty close to that. Um, you know, Suicune Lodicolo, we both don't, I don't think we had it on our radar um, as its own deck. Um, but 
actually after seeing this with the new meta um a lot of three prize pokemon out there and mm -hmm. again with with those beefy two prize uh you know ludicolos with the with the cape of toughness um really makes it hard to one shot and the potential for um one shotting v max in return um it is a good deck i mean i don't think any of us deny you know denied you know the viability of suicune ludicolo before this I'm just thinking maybe it wasn't going to be as consistent, but um, hey, it, two to, uh, two instances in the top six. Yeah, I mean that's two thirds. There were six of them total in the meta, and I mean two thirds of them made the top eight. I think Suicune uh, is just capitalizing on that good price trade. There's mm -hmm. a lot of uh, Vmax decks in general in the format, um, so it it it's capitalizing on that. The fact that it gets to take two, basically two knockouts, yeah. and played right to the to the three that the other deck has to take, and you're both two hitting each other, so it's winning the prize trade. Yeah, winning the prize trade. So that's that's impressive. Um, Shadow Rider. I guess we'll go into that a little later, um, but I, I believe it's the same guy that that you played, right? Um, um, I it's I think it was the same deck i do it was not the same player okay um but uh very good deck um still uh underworld door super broken um underworld I, door I, is still going to be good yeah uh it's going to be good and and i think we kept it down uh originally because of all the dark we were going to see or, mm -hmm. or thought we were going to see um and as you see other than that um, random wheezing deck and the single strike box there it wasn't a um dark deck per se so you're not seeing uh there there wasn't an outpouring of single strikes um or uh, there's that wasn't an outpouring of darks because um i'm looking at like the breakdown that full grip put up on their twitter i mean there yep. was only seven urshifu single strike boxes yeah and then you had between gengar and sableye that's another six decks mm -hmm. in general um uh, that's one less that's one more than total shadow riders brought yeah um, so, I mean, it wasn't like there was an outpouring of dark. So, yeah, I mean, Shadow Rider is just more consistent, it seems. Yeah, and um, the out there, the fact that there wasn't an outpouring, it gave the window for those consistent psychic decks to, to, to still capitalize on that. Yeah, um, and then another consistent deck is that Leafeon uh, with that Energy Excel, if it goes first. Um, very effective. The Galar Mind uh, really kind of affects decks in one way or another. Yeah. Um, one one shotting stuff or two really just stopping them from being able to retreat because there's not a lot of switch currently in the meta or escape rope there's more a, a lot of balloons at least that i've seen online and locally um so taking advantage of of that yeah i mean um, but, i ran i i had my own uh matchups with those with leafy on as well mm -hmm. which i mean uh, this is just to speak of the the meta very variety at this tournament yeah, I went seven rounds and I played a different. I played against a different deck each round, so I mean there was a great variety. And then Leafeon in particular, since we're talking about that, like it just capitalizes on the. Like, it kind of capitalizes on that variety because it's yeah. playing off the strength of the fact that it's like the only deck out there that's like not going to let you switch. Yeah. So it there's you there's still not like the need for like every deck to put four switches in, um, like Picaram did in when it was out like oh you're gonna run into a peak rom you're gonna get paralyzed you need switches yeah so 
yeah, there's no threat like Raichu Raichu in the in the turn or in the in the meta right now uh, on any archetype in general. I know that Tapu Koko exists, um, but there's not that that pressing need to to have a switch card yeah. um, in most decks. Um, but let's go down to number four, Inteleon Rapid Strike Inteleon, the new Inteleon. Um, I've seen it a few times on on the ladder. I, I, I haven't got it yet. Um, seen Zach Lesage's video on it. Uh, the deck is super consistent. Um, it heals, it spreads damage, uh, it heals, and then it just hits. Um, and and it, it conserves that rapid strike energy too, so you can use it to its advantage. So, yes, I, I believe it's what 140 at its max damage output. Yeah, it's 140 at its max. Uh, I ran into a player that played this as well mm-hmm. um, at full grip, and I mean the deck is just it's not broken, but like it's good like and you like i did my research on it playing it but like going into the 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 matchup like he kind of just had the game not from the get-go but there was like one big turn and in 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 my matchup with it which is why like like this deck is going to be good because there's a point where i had like i knew cheryl is a card that he's going to play yeah so I'm, I'm me playing ice rider i can't one shot the guy so like there was a point where i couldn't i was looking for a boss to get around his his rep his inteleon because i didn't want to max lance it because yeah, you're I, not you're not one-shotting it and yeah i haven't i haven't <laughs> marnied his hand in a while he's got he's drizzled an inteleon i don't know for sure that cheryl's there but i'm fairly positive he's got cheryl in his hand yeah so like i i wanted to get around it i couldn't so i was just like all right well i can't move i can't move your pokemon well, Max Lance opens up his turn, Cheryl, and like just eradicated <laughs> my turn, um, which is basically just like saying you can't attack. Like, yeah, it's just basically like I, I you can't attack this next turn. And yeah, like, and then also I've seen combinations with like the the uh, training court, and then just getting an energy in yeah. your discard pile, training courting it, using the ability, pinging, um, you know, whatever needs uh, damage fixed. Plus, it's going to use the 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 new baby Inteleon from our last set um, to do more damage, and then also just kind of one forty away and chip 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 um, with all those um, small pings along the way. Um, super consistent and and dangerous deck. As soon as he had an Inteleon, he did he did the double sh- the double gunner every turn. Yeah, like he just had an energy to do every turn, whether it was training court. I think like the first turn he actually bucketed and then just started getting rid of him. And then he had got a training court eventually and just did that every turn. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, he had Remoraid in it. So he just, even if I marnied him, he was just like, I'll go get a rapid strike energy yeah, and attach and shoot. And that 140 damage, like that's not a good number when you look at 140 on a VMAX damage Pokemon. Yeah. But in that deck, it doesn't matter. Like it just, he if you spread the damage that you're doing, because you can do you're doing 40 off of the V max. You're most yeah. likely getting another 40, 20 to 40 from another Inteleon on the bench. If you spread it out, right. Which is what my opponent did to me in this match is just a checkmate at one point. Yeah. Because he two, he two shot ice rider. And then he, um, he two shot him with pings. And then I realized like, it was kind of like that point I realized I had to bring something up and whatever I brought up, like 
everything had like tw- 20 or 40 or six, whatever I brought up, he had knockout on next turn. Yeah. So you know, that deck like, can set up some weird checkmates that most decks yeah. can't. Um, so I don't see this deck going anywhere. I think this is probably the best new deck in my eyes. I know Mew is going to be good. Um, and we'll talk about him in a little bit, but uh, yeah, I, I re- I'm impressed with the Inteleon over anything else. Yeah, I mean, if you can, uh, I mean, Path is going to be even more popular because if you can turn off that ability, just the double gunner, like not being able to double gunner is help, like good. Yeah. Like yeah. just you're just going to limit limit 40 damage on the board, but yeah. All right, so let's go into the next one. This one is um, interesting, the wheezing box, we'll call it. Um, I can just comment on the wheezing portion of it. Um, being able to poison and shut off abilities um, is pretty strong. I brought it to our locals a few times. I played it uh, on ladder for like a week straight, um, having great success with success with it. Um, pretty strong deck. I wouldn't say it's like the most popular, but it definitely, if you're slowing your opponent down and then giving yourself additional turns to build up whatever your strategy is, um, there's something to be said about that. Yeah, this was, I don't remember exactly like the count like the the entire deck list i just remember what like seeing the the deck in action at one point like he used the crobat v max because it has that hit and run attack so you keep the wheezing in the active without with still being able to do more than just poison damage mm-hmm. um and it basically just like kept inteleon decks in check because i remember watching a game and he's just like guy was just looking at wheezing like Ugh! like yeah. frustrated that he couldn't do anything at the moment so, I mean, that's, I think he played off the fact that the field had a pretty high count of decks that contain Inteleon lines. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a, the wheezing is solid um, no matter what you put combination with it. So I think he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, so then we go to Suicune Lodikolo again, which we just talked about. Um, same reasons it had success. Um, and then going into the Zashian box, uh, obviously the Zamazenta Zashian with crystal caves, um, uh, metal saucers, the deck's just consistent. It could hit um, good numbers and and wall off against other decks, and it makes it very hard, especially if you're not having that the respect with like a Phoebe or a high path count. This deck could just win off of that. Yeah, I mean, I ran into one, and if it just goes, I mean, if if it's just gonna if it can set up and and do its thing like uh it's hard stopping the amount of damage that it can put out with zashian it's a good mm-hmm. card um it's just not the most consistent deck in, in in the meta i think but i think it's pretty darn good at, at doing what it needs to do yeah i agree um i i don't think there's much more to say we've been talking about zashian since uh adp and since it came out in sword and shield um, solid card all around um, but let's talk about that last deck uh, single strike box again this this i think has the best um, matchup spread um, being able to hit through the walls being able to one shot things being able to um, boss with with the with the umbreons and, and do um, that two shot game as well um, energy acceleration with the with the hound doors um, i think the thing that holds this deck back sometimes it's it's consistency um can sometimes be lackluster uh, and then i think also just an auto loss to leafy on basically um doesn't help it yeah 
I mean, it's just a, it's a hard, it's a hard loss for, I mean, not, it's a hard match for the single strike to get out of that because you've got weakness with Umbreon and then Urshifu's got a retreat cost. It's not helping it. So yeah, it's getting one shot uh, regardless on that matchup. But again, it does have a lot of good matchups um, with a lot of psychic being in the deck or in the, in the meta right now. Um, Dragapult before this, uh, seeing a lot of, um, you know, success, highest uh, BDIF of the, of the past format. Um, Shadow Rider, again, we've talked about it a little bit, and it's just consistent. And then the new Mew deck, obviously, is something to be reckoned with. So has outs to that. Um, so I guess, I mean, it was a good call. And, and making top eight is still pretty impressive. Yeah. And uh, it, it's a good call. It's a, it's, it's a good deck. I mean, that's what I would have picked to win. Yeah. And if I could have built it in real life, I might have played it. You like could have actually me. built it I have and all the cards. practiced it. I have all the cards. <laughs> um, but let's see. I think we, we both get a – I would give us at least a C on that because we didn't – although we didn't pick the correct winning deck, um, we both picked the deck that ended up in the top eight. Yeah. Um, so good job there, Chuck. Um, let's talk about some of the decks that didn't do well, and let's start with our predictions. I don't know if you remember what you picked, um, but no. I remember what I picked. That we're going to do well, or that, that was gonna that well? was not going to do well. Um, I don't, I don't remember what was not going to do well. I Raptor, think I think, I think Raptor you, Urshifu. I thought I, maybe. I think you picked. I think you picked Shadow Rider. To be honest. Well, I'm wrong. <laughs> um, because there's a twist in that that I don't see coming. Yeah, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I do want to talk about uh, this. I, I picked Dragapult to, to stay away from. And I, I like I said, as much as it pains me because I love Dragapult, I just think with the amount of dark decks, especially going into this new meta, it's it, it may be being a little bit more of a hard place. I don't see it as BDIF anymore. Uh, I still think it's a solid deck, and depending on the um, the week's meta or where you're predicting it, it might still have some success. Um, just not doing that meaningful damage like or, or fast enough um, compared to a lot of these other psychic decks. Um, it does still set up and with the Intellions really well. Um, just felt it wasn't in a really good spot, and it it showed because it didn't it didn't hit top eight, and I don't think. Um, I mean, obviously, uh, there were players out there that played it to um, a winning record, but still uh, not making top eight. Um, didn't surprise me going into the week. Yeah, I mean, I think it was going to suffer a little bit um, just because his damage potential is not necessarily where he, you would like it to be, mm -hmm. per se. Um, and I remember... I remember bringing up like he's just going to be the odd end out. Like you don't want to, you want to stay away from him because there's going to be that. I, I we thought there would be some dark hate, like dark, a lot of dark decks, and you're going to get the bad end of another psychic, popular psychic deck coming into the meta. Sure. Um, okay, let's talk about uh, Rapid Strike Urshifu again. Another deck, a top, uh, top end deck that didn't see success. I think again, I think we both called it. it you might not want to play. Um, this deck with all the, you know, the three psychic, uh, decks that are, you know, prevalent. Um, so not super surprised, uh, that it didn't see a lot of success or, or play in general, uh, still, still solid deck. And again, one of those ones that I think, depending on what you feel the meta is going to be in a, in a given week that you could still see success with it. Yeah. 
Um, but the, the next two we want to talk about, and I the last two, I guess, are the two new decks that people were hyped about. Um, and we'll start with Mew. Uh, Mew VMAX with the uh, with um, the Genesex being able to just draw cards to your heart's content. Um, do a lot of damage. You have one shot potential. You have um, the Mew V's uh, callback attack um, to kind of tank hits and make, you know, play a long game. Um, and then also having those, those rapid strike, uh, or I'm sorry, those uh, fusion strike energies being able to turn off like a uh, ping damage from Inteleons and whatnot. Um, pretty, pretty prevalent. Um, do you have any, you know, thoughts of why it didn't see success? Um, well, there is only five in the field. Mm -hmm. Um, so it, that might've been a little bit of lack of availability maybe. Yeah. Um, cause I know full grip was out of them, so they didn't have <laughs> any more. Um, so it might've been lack of availability. Um, just too new, not sure. I've seen it in action. It looks really like it can, it can roll pretty well. I've seen it draw oh. a ton of cards. Um, oh, yeah. that peony really makes it hum even if path of the peak is out um yeah i think it just might have been a lack of availability i mean and and i mean and some of the top players just didn't play it i mean there's there's like i said there's some good competition azul gg was there some yeah other, he played some Luka, names yeah. that, um uh I know I played a Kevin Baxter in the first round. He's a pretty good Pokemon player. And mm -hmm. there's, there's a lot of notable names, but they weren't playing Mew. Um, so, I mean, maybe they just weren't ready to take it yet, and they weren't set on a list that was only, I mean, since it was only officially out for two days. So, yeah, yeah that would be my only guess, because yeah, I'm watching it play in action like on on some other streams and other other places like it seems like it rolls pretty well uh just just got to get it up and running yeah for sure um yeah it's the deck's potential is really huge i played against it a few times on the ladder um super consistent deck uh lots of options um is it um invincible no um so i think you know i, I think it might be you know one of the top decks for sure um uh, just it, but it's not like that unstoppable force like other decks were in the past. Um, so again, I think I'll, also familiarity with it. Um, there are a lot of moving pieces and options that um, going into this first, you know, first couple days of, you know, live play with it. Maybe people wanted to steer away from it um, because of that, even with, you know, aside from the availability of the deck. I mean, and I'm sure like a, a lot of our listeners are out there watching the, the YouTubes and, and things like that. There's, there's a number of different ways that people have kitted it out. So that's why I was saying maybe some people not settled on what they want to run. I um, mean, you know, I've seen a list with a bunch of very variant spaced cards like Kramomatic in it. Um, I've seen them without it um, mm -hmm. and just a more draw based yeah focused engine and things like that so i mean it just might have just been too new not sure um let's leave it at the drawing board a little bit longer oh for sure um and then the last deck i want to talk about um i didn't see how many uh percentage of play this deck was but the gengar 
the single strike Gengar. Um, a lot of people thinking, it, you know, that that new dark deck is going to see a lot of success. And I didn't I, I'm not hyped on this deck. Um, so I'm not 100. I'm not really shocked to see it didn't make top eight. Um, and even looking at the Sunday open and, and whatnot, it's still really not hitting that high. Um, so I was I was just double checking the Sunday open myself and you did win the Sunday open this last week. So, I mean, it is pretty still pretty good. Uh, did it win? I thought Dragapult won. Uh, I thought, looking at the standings of the combined, it was, I don't see Dragapult even in the top eight. Or uh, it's top seven. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, Mew won. I, I, yeah. It finished first in Swiss, but then didn't win, I think. Um, so, as I said, um, Mew did well. Um, the Gengar was not popular at Full Grip. There was only two copies there. Uh, I did not see it in action at all mm -hmm. i get the thought behind it um gengar's one energy cheaper uh he's same typing um so you can not have to worry about different types of energies or anything like that um i don't it's neither here nor there i mean i, I think they're both going to be good it just depends on how much popular psychic is because gengar is going to leave you with that I mean, it's different weakness, so it's that fighting weakness, and I don't think I don't think Urshifu is not going to be out there either. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I, I still like Umbreon a lot more if you're going to go dark deck. Um, so I'm still um, way higher on the the current single strike uh, box with the Urshifu, and yeah, I don't I don't think anyone's in in debate on whether Umbreon's in the deck. It's really just like, do we use single strike Urshifu or do we use Gengar? Mm -hmm. And uh, to me, it seems like to each their own at the moment. Uh, yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, but yeah, um, didn't really perform. But you know, the the sky's the limit, I guess. Um, on yeah. on Gengar. I mean, it reached an uh, eight and four record on the Sunday Open as the top. I see it in a listing right now. So. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. So I think that was a good discussion on you know the full grip. Uh, tournament, how it went, the meta game, what did well, what didn't do well. Um, again, I think we did pretty good on our our, our predictions ahead of time. Um, so you know that's improvement uh, over you know uh, past predictions. Um, but let's go into some new decks that maybe didn't see a lot of success here. Uh, maybe it did, um, but uh, some new decks that are out there that people can play. Um, I know I have a couple I want to talk about, and I know there was um, one instance for sure that you wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, go ahead and lead the way. Okay. So I know a lot of the pull rates are really hard right now. Um, it's very expensive to get new cards currently for the set IRL and um, PTCGO. The um, set is so huge. It is so huge, but one deck that you really don't need a lot of new cards, but it makes all the difference in the world is that Galarian Obstagoon. Um, it is that stage two Galarian Obstagoon. And I did not have this on my radar um, after last episode, but last Friday, Jake Gearhart uh, posted a list and our, our local Ryan, our meta talk man, um, you know, showed the list is, and we kind of talked about it. And the, the versatility in this deck um, the consistency in the deck's pretty good, uh, and it just beats any purple deck, really, um, pretty consistently. Um, and let me kind of 
go over the highlights here, we have um, we have two attacks and they're both one uh, one energy each. Um, the attack that you're using the most is that Miraculous Strike. Um, it does 60 plus damage. So if your opponent's active Pokemon has um, already has damage counters on it, this attack does 90 more. So that puts it at 150 plus the ping damage. So that's 160. So you're if you can ping twice and hit, you're basically two-shotting anything. And if you can ping twice or or get a um, Inteleon ping, you're one-shotting any of the psychic decks. Um, and it's pretty consistent because it does run the Inteleon line, again, uh, with the 4-4-2-1, um, which is really, really um, consistent. Um, getting those rare candies out, uh, not hard with this line. Um, worrying about energy acceleration, you really don't need to because it's one attach per turn. Um, and so it has a lot of versatility in it. Um, it has energy search uh, cards also, um, has Raihan's, um, you know, all the cards that you'll need. It takes advantage of the rescue carrier, um, ordinary rod, and, and the easy search with the evolution incense and the level balls plus the quick balls. Um, very cheap deck. Um, you can get those new cards that you need for this um, for under $2 on, uh, on P or, uh, TCG player, which I did myself um, after testing the deck on there. Um, it's just a lot of fun. Again, it, it might not be BDIF, but it, it does make those psychic decks really, really respect it. And it, it can do two shots against most anything. Um, and then another thing is those Obstagoons have 170 damage uh, or HP. So they are fairly tanky once you get them up. Um, again, not super hard with the rare candies and the Inteleon line. So um, it could tank um, a Rapid Strike. It could take um, Jolteon. I've beat all those decks. Um, and some of them are harder than others, but it definitely um, has lots of options and, an, a, and a very fun, viable single price deck. Yeah. I mean, it sounds awesome. I have not got the opportunity to try that one out, but I need to make a video. I'm, I okay. think that's going to be my next video. I just haven't had. I mean, I guess I had time this weekend playing all the tournaments I did, uh, but I was really trying to get those Mew cards uh, yeah. and and uh, and hot take. Don't open packs. Just hoard those unlock packs and then trade because opening uh, pull rates are garbage. <laughs> Well, I mean, any and and going back to the deck, the single prizers are pretty much fun to play because mm -hmm. um, they elongate the game out there for you a little bit, so you get to play a little bit more. And uh, I mean, single prize, I, I find a lot of fun playing single prize decks in general, even if it's an uphill battle in the standard meta. Yeah, I just enjoy that uphill battle. So I mean, this could be a lot of fun in general. And like you said, it capitalizes on a popularity of psychic Pokemon in the meta right now. Yeah, and even even those other decks that are are um, like those Leafeons. Um, yeah, it's not uh, obviously of still beat something else. Yeah, yeah, you could definitely beat the Zacians, the single strike boxes. I mean, spread could be an issue, um, but with the Urshifu version, um, the single or the rapid strike Urshifu, it's not one shotting the the Galarian Obstagoons. Um, so you're, it might not be taking uh, multiple prizes a turn. Obviously, Sobble is a very big, um, you know, target for that deck, and they could hit those. Um, but if you could set up faster, which is not necessarily unheard of, um, you still have a fighting chance. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's talk about the deck you want to talk about. I, uh, I want to talk about. Um, it's it's a it's an old deck, 
but it's got a new card and uh it was i learned about this card basically at full grip at the <laughs> the tournament uh in my first round matchup yeah and it's uh it's shadow rider uh, i mean it's the same build you know and love of shadow rider except they've added a new supporter in there that came out in fusion strike called adventures discovery mm-hmm. and um for i don't remember the exact wording but it basically says you get to search your deck for three v pokemon reveal them and then put them in your hand um that's a v now if you remember v pokemon we've went over this this ruling has been out there v pokemon that's v basics or v maxes v maxes are v pokemon so uh in my game i watched my opponent you know set up in quick ball get those three shadow riders out there and only had mm-hmm. one one v max and then the next turn i was thought i thought it put a bunch of damage in the one v max and i thought i was doing all right yeah and then played adventures discovery and i watched him say i'm gonna bring out three shadow riders and then he evolved all three of them and i was like holy crap that's pretty good <laughs> and, um this is single shadow doored himself big nice big old hand and did all the fun stuff it's just a really cool card in a deck that you need to set up multiple Vs, multiple V maxes. It's going to be very clutch to pull out and get exactly what you need. And in Shadow Rider, they kind of go hand in hand because, I mean, you just get that card and then you just have everything you need going and the rest just flows out from Underworld Door. Yeah, um, that was a very um, clever I- inclusion to this already really consistent deck. Um, and given that that option to get out of, um, you know, the three V's and being able just to boom, fight all three of them with one card, do the underworld door. So you're you're like you said, you you were in a position where you're like, OK, I got this. I'm going to knock his his B max out. And he doesn't really have a response on his bench currently because they're all V's. Um, no, no, no. So he not only found, you know, another V max that could potentially attack. He's also upping his damage output because now he can all of a sudden do four underworld doors compared to one. Um, and that's just a lot of energy acceleration um, when you can yeah, just guarantee that, a pound. I was, I was looking at the math and I was like, all right, he can't, he was like, he might get one more VMAX next turn. I was like, mm-hmm. he can't put enough energy out on the board because if he leaves that, he's not going to want to attack, attack with that VMAX again because it's just going to, he's just going to lose it. Uh, but the I did not see that coming, and then he just charged up another one, <laughs> yeah, and then switched and it swung with a brand new full, full like, health was, ready to go. Did not see that coming. Yeah, no, that's a really good card um, for existing deck. And again, like a lot of people already have um, Shadow Riders already. They've mm-hmm. already invested and they've had time to build it up. And if you can only if you can make a deck like that, um, that much more dynamic from a, a one of two of card um that costs pennies um definitely worth a worth a look and i i definitely gonna throw that in my shadow rider from now on and, and see how that fares yeah i mean that was my that was my look at a new deck slash old deck <laughs> you have another one you want to talk about at all? yeah so we we talked about the mew and you know that's it's going to be a great deck um i think it's going to find its place in the meta we talked about the intellions yeah. um being able to really take advantage of all those um board, like putting all those damage out uh, damage counters out there to set up a checkmate healing almost impossible to knock out if, if it's if it's trains rolling 
Um, but the one one deck I think that just hard checks the Inteleon that actually has a pretty decent mass up, matchup spread against most of the rest of the meta is Bolton VMAX. Um, I did end up getting those cards online and I did test it on the, my stream on Friday. Um, being able to have that uh, Bolton VMAX out there for one, being able to take tank damage at 320 HP, um, having a second attack, not hard to get, get going, especially if you're using um, the Bolton V's um, Electrify to accelerate. Um, plus having Flaffies out there, only needing three energies for Max Bolt for 230 damage, um, pretty good. Um, and then you also have a similar attack with the Bolt Storm doing um, 30 plus, so it does 30 damage plus 30 damage um, uh, for each energy card you you had. Now it's very close to Bolt Storm. Bolt Storm's not quite as good because it's 10 plus. So the 30 plus, uh, it, that 20 damage can make a, a big difference. Um, so it has options there. Um, and then I'm including a 1-1 of the Tapu Koko. Now this is the the um, base set Tapu Koko with the free retreat, being able to switch um, out consistently. And if you do somehow like lose a Bolton, you can get that Tapu Koko out uh, the VMAX and do that elect or that paralyze um, attack with the max shock doing 180 damage, which two shots, anything. Um, and if you're down on prizes and they don't have a switch card, uh, I mean, we could take advantage of that, uh, you know, being able to take advantage of no switch or very few switch in the meta right now. Yeah. Um, so this deck, plays a lot like the old Picarom where it has energy acceleration because of Bolton. Um, although full blitz um, isn't an attack in this list. Um, the Flaffy's kind of um, try and are, simulate. Yeah, yeah. They simulate that the acceleration, but then you're still doing all that extra damage the further into the game you are with, um, with Bolton V max. And even if you didn't want to evolve and you wanted to make it them take a, like a three prize, two prize, three prize kind of a thing. Um, Bolton V's, uh, Bolt Storm still super solid. Um, obviously Urshifu, both Urshifus is not a great matchup, but aside from that, um, in my testing, it, it's at least a 50, 50 against most everything else. My big thing where this might come in, come in popular is how, how popular that rapid strike Italian gets. Cause, uh, it looks really good in, in the few times I've seen it played. Mm -hmm. uh, and it looks to be able to handle a lot of the meta. And the one thing we know from, from Picarom is that intel water decks do not like electric decks. No. 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 And especially with the energy acceleration getting, um, you know, pretty, pretty uh, up there already um, with the Flaffies and the, and the Bolton, you're, you're one-shotting any water type Pokemon with the, with Max Bolt. Um, you're getting out Pokemon pretty consistently because you have, um, level balls you got you got um, quick balls you also have the stormy mountains yep. um, for your stadium um, so lots of pokemon search lots of lots of hitting and and it's a pretty fun deck so i, yep. I definitely another deck that's new and not going to be that super high price point because you, you know you have most people already have bolton v so you're really only looking for the v max is the only new card um, to really make this deck viable yeah i mean it's it, 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 it has potential down the down the line or even right now so i mean i definitely feel that 
Bolton has potential. Yeah. Again, against the Urshifus, I don't think it's the greatest matchup in the world, um, but every deck has a bad matchup. Um, it's just a matter of where it falls on the wheel. And I think it could fall at least at a, at a, like an even portion where it's not like having uh, more bad matchups than good matchups. Yeah. I mean, really it depends on how much the Urshifus are going to get played too. with a lot of yeah. psychic decks out there. So. Yep. Yep. Again, it, like I said, it's, it's, it's that wheel that we we always talk about and where you kind of land on it um, with the whole weakness um, spread kind of a thing. Yeah. Um. I don't have any more decks to talk about, but I did want to get on a pedestal for something. Do you have yes, any other decks I, you want to talk about? No, no, I'm good with the decks. I know you had a, we're going to do a, a card wish list um, because yeah. of some experiences that you had during uh, a I, I, I just have, a, I have one, one card wish list, and this is a card that I, I'm not the only one who's probably wished for it. I know a couple other people have wished for it. Yeah. Um, it's just it's a it's a it's a card that's already been out there. They just I, we want it reprinted, uh, and that's N. Um, and it's mm. for the the sole experience that I've had over the tournament um, is just a, a situation where you. It's like it's just like that situation where you know you just can't win at the moment, but you need to buy one turn. Yeah, and. I can say in the tournament that I, I played made the play where I retreated my Pokemon that they could that would lose me the game and then Marnied because that's the best I've got at the moment and it's not worked. I've just watched them. I've, I've Marnied them into the card they need. Like yeah. four is just too many cards. It's just bottom line. Four is just too many. I love Marnie. I love the card. Love it. Love it all. But four is just, just too better. many. Because I just, just watched boss game happen after that, even though I've done what I best, what the best play available to me. So I just want N to give me that even more, a little bit more chance to get out the one turn I need to hopefully not lose or better my chances to win. Yeah. I mean, and I, I think it's just a better balanced card than Marnie is. Um, because it can punish you if you just use it early. Um, so you kind of have to pick your spots because people think, oh, you just, oh, Marnie, just throw it out there. Don't think about it. Oh, like the game situation is so much, you know, there was more versatility to end because it could, it could definitely help you that late game, um, especially if you're behind drawing more cards, your opponent drawing less cards. So even down to one potentially. Um, and if it also, um, you know, there's a lot more setup required. So you could also put your opponent in a position where they're going to put one card. So you're not giving them the option to, to win with a, a three card, three card. So you put them in that position and then, you know, end them at that point. And then sometimes it's checkmate at that point. Um, but it, again, it can punish you early if you're just throwing them out there willy nilly and, and giving your opponent six cards um, when they haven't really done much. Um, I think, most people will agree with you that N, and it doesn't necessarily need to be called the N. Um, I don't know if they'll bring an older trainer back like that as far as on the card, but the, the effect um, is where I think you're thinking of. And yeah. I, I, I would love it to be back in the, in the format and see less Marnie. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, maybe I'm like a little biased at the moment or whatnot. I just, I, it's just another tool I would like in the arsenal to be able to, have a couple more outs because i mean it's it's not it's not bad per se to to be in that situation where you but it's just kind of like 
if you knew like I just having that situation where you know you need to buy a turn and there's not much you can do about it is kind of like a bummer, you know what I mean? But yeah, just having a card that can and you could throw in a deck that might give you an out for a turn is a little and that's a little better than Marnie because yeah. I think reset. I think reset stamp is a little too abusive, being an item, uh, and being able to do that, and being a supporter, and potentially um, having you know different game states that could hurt you, um, Mm -hmm. potentially more um, than your opponent. I just think it's a better card in general um, than reset stamp and or Marnie. Um, So yeah, please Pokemon bring N back. (laughs) Hey, he's getting a character rare full art in in brilliant stars we need an end reprint oh well then there it goes please make make the end reprint please pokemon um but one one wish list that i have um going into v stars and having you know all the v star abilities slash attacks on the one-time use uh attacks slash abilities um another card uh you know just like an archetype that i i've enjoyed in the past is the prism stars having one per deck um so kind of it, it would be really kind of fun in in thought provoking if you had one of cards alongside one of attacks um with those v stars um now like i I like thunder mountain obviously because i'm an electric player i love it um it doesn't need to be something like that it doesn't have to be the same i'm not having like a specific card in mind i just like having the idea of only allowing one specific card that is um maybe slightly more powerful than you know, these trainers that we're putting four ofs in there, um, but still having the risk that you can prize it and it being, you know, important to a game state. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I enjoy that kind of thought, you know, you know, deck building thought process um, with all those kind of small dishes decisions. So um, just, yeah, bring back Prism Star or something similar to it would be my um, hopes and on my wish list. I second that. I like Prism Stars. I just like the um, the idea of uh, one ups and decks that have really yeah like, or, or and powerful or abilities too. Something something to that effect. It doesn't it doesn't have no, to no be, computer search. It, well, no computer search. Bring it back. It's good. Well, <laughs> I mean, actually, I think everyone would love if they brought a spec computer search back just for the sheer fact that they could get another copy of it. Yeah, for so. sure. Make, yeah, make it a little easier to get. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that's that's gonna about do it um here uh unless you had anything else to add no i'm i've i've expended my uh talking points this week yeah um as have i so i appreciate again everybody for hanging out and listening with us um again we ask if you can give us a review on any of the podcasting platforms that allow reviews um it will definitely help us um grow the channel um, help find uh, other audience members and and, and only improve um, as a podcast or the, the quality of the podcast. Yeah, I second that too. I uh, look forward to it. And if you if you listen on something that doesn't let you review, come into our Discord and let us know. We have a whole channel for episode feedback and discussion. You can drop a line there. I'll take it as a review there. Yep, for sure. All right, so that's going to do it. If you, you want to get a hold of us, you can get us on Twitter at PitPokeyPod. Um, you can also hit me up at Panux1 and Chuck at WatchWimsy, as well as Ryan at RY for Gaming. Yeah. And as always, thanks for listening, and I guess we'll catch you all next week.